So I'm going to start this episode with one of the most popular scriptures. <laughs> Might not be to everyone else, but um, it's one of the scriptures I got to know first when I gave my life to Christ. Even before I gave my life to Christ, I think. So it's Matthew 6.33 and it reads, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So, um, well, I want to talk about Christian influencers and actually carrying the cross of Jesus. Actually seeking after the kingdom first. Now, I'm not saying um, because someone is a Christian influencer automatically means that they're not seeking the kingdom of God. That's a lie. I, that's not what I'm saying. So, I just I, I, I wanted to like dismiss that before I even start this. But as an influencer, right... Are you influencing people to Christ or to your brand? That's a very important question. Are you more concerned about your output in terms of like, oh, I really have to bring something out this week. I really have to put out the content this week. Or are you most concerned about the fact that you're, you're teaching people about Jesus and you're trying to make people understand what the Bible says and you're concerned about the seasons and, and the times that we are in now? Because I believe that, I know God has called us into different ministries, but everything yields and comes down to one fact. Are you dispensing Jesus to the world? Are you actually dispensing Jesus to the world? When I mean dispensing Jesus, I mean Jesus is the medicine that the world needs. So is that what you're giving to people? Or are you concerned about your brand? Now, I, I, I got this thought in my head because I was listening to Toby Araimi and he was talking about i think the current crisis in israel right and um now i'm not going to quote him word for word but i think what i got to understand is that there are actually people currently that are concerned about their brand their brand in terms of like how they've been able to frame their ministry and our ministry now has a bigger importance to jesus than jesus if i should say so they put out steady content and you know they're more they're more there's more emphasis on the quality of the content than on the message that has been passed across now 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 these people do not care about what's going on in the world today you know um um so they're more concerned about the social aspect of life in terms of like what do my con as what, what do my viewers want to see what my content viewers, what do they want to see? What are they interested in? Are they really focused on Jesus or, you know, everyone wants to walk the walk, but but no one actually does the talking? What do I mean by that? I mean, there's a glitz and glamour that comes in ministry. You know, you're out there, people hear you, see you speaking and preaching the word. It looks cool sometimes, you know. You know, you see your flyer everywhere on, on different billboards and all that. Or people are inviting you to programs and all that. But are you really concerned about spreading the word of Jesus? Now, if Apostle someone says something, he says, if Jesus calls him to drop the mic today, he's doing it now. Are you able to take yourself out of ministry and still serve Jesus? Like, if you're not called to go out to the world, if you're called to be in your room and pray and kneel down, can you do that? My pastor's wife... I said, that's my pastor. Sorry, see my pastor. She, she mentioned something that I, I, at first I was like, why would she say that? But then later on, I went and I thought about it. She said, if 
if there was a veil put in front of you while you were singing to the point that no one could know that it was your voice that was coming out would you see would you see be would you see want to be in the choir if they put a veil before you while you're singing would you still want to be in the choir at first i now said why would why would they want to put a veil in front of my face and then i went back and i think i think god was trying to speak to me through that as well and i thought about it it's not about me and that has always been one of the things that i've looked out for that when i do my self-analysis i always check for am i prideful now 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 that might not be pride as in it might not be pride right but think about it this way if people don't know your name but they hear of, they hear of your works would you be okay if your name is not in the sands of time was never mentioned at all throughout history and then you preach the word of god fervently and you were one of the biggest watchmen how would your life be like would you be content on your deathbed saying that oh yes i did everything i could have, could have done or would you still want to do more because you know people did not really know about you what's the reason you seek access for why do you want to be known why do you want to be on that platform why why are you seeking to put out content every week? What's the motive behind it? Are you still able to do that which you have said you are going to do? If there were no cameras, if there were no pictures, if there was nothing around you. You know, all these kind of things keep me awake in the night when I think. And I went to be around me said that, that there are people that are more concerned about their branding than what's actually happening to the church at this point in time. It made me realize that yes, that there are people like that. Even I had to say to myself, I had to say to myself, for a long time ago I did, I said to myself, I asked myself the question, I said, am I really concerned about pouring out an episode every week and then waiting for God to give me an inspiration or, or am I just, you know, just, I'll just come online, I'll take my phone, I'll record a podcast episode. Or maybe um, a, a cover. And I'll feel like, okay, I'm doing something for God. What about the times that I've stayed in my room to pray, to intercede for people? Is that not to consider doing the work of God? The difference is when I was praying for people and when I was praying in my room, there's nothing for nations, no one saw me. But whenever I put out the contents of me singing, I'll get a lot of comments, a lot of comments. There was even once I was... I was in town and um, <laughs> I was in town and I saw someone that I, I really wasn't um, friends with and then he came up to me and he said, Oh Q, I've listened to your music and then you really inspired me, like you know, the way you're putting out the songs and all that. I was happy. I was happy that someone was seeing it, but but do you know what? What if no one else? What if what what if were just five people that saw my content? Would I still be happy? The Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 
and all these things shall be added unto you. We are not meant to be concerned about the other things, but seeking God's kingdom. What does that mean? It's not about access. Access is only a gift of the presence. And we are not seeking the gifts. One of my favorite scriptures says, I will remember the love more than the wine. It's in Songs of Solomon. I will remember the love more than the wine. The love of God is what makes you wake up at 1 a.m., at 2 a.m., at 3 a.m. to pray for people and to pray for the world. I'm sorry, but if you wake up to pray that God will give you another hit song, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why? Or you're waking up at night to say, okay, I'm going for this engagement. I want people to see me. I, like, I think, I think, I was, someone was sharing this once. Now, I listen to him a lot. Because I, I know you, you probably hear me mentioning his name like, like a couple of times. He said, there can be a pastor that would go on a 14 days fasting because when he came out to preach, only two people fell, fell down. Um, and where, and when the spirit, you know, in, in terms of like, um, they were slain in the spirit, as you say. <laughs> yeah. And then they go into 14 days fasting because it looks like an embarrassment to them. That what's going on? As opposed to saying, going into the city place to say, Lord, I'm here again. This is me again. I have come back to spend time with you. I am back here to commune with you, regardless of my status. And I remember hearing this scripture in church for the first time, actually. It says, service, sorry, strength is for service and not status. So I want us to always have this at the back of our mind that why are you doing what you're doing? As a Christian influencer, as someone who is out there, as someone who people see, giving my all for Jesus, why am I doing it? Like, what's the motive behind it? What's the motive behind it? I know people that cannot stay five seconds without talking about Jesus. And when you see them talk about what they want the world to see, it's different. It's different. And I also know people that are concerned about content alone. Both are Christian influencers. You need to choose your path. And make it count for Jesus. Make it count for Jesus. Make sure that the message that you are passing across is not self-centered. Is not self-centered. It's not about you. It's not about you. I always say this to people: do not put yourself what. <laughs> do not make your. Can I say you don't? Do not make your influencing affect yourself what. Because at that time, it no long, it's no longer about Jesus. It's now about you. It's now about you. 
there was once where I was really humbled. I mean, in my mannerisms, because I was invited to sing in the program, and I was very thankful for the for the, for the opportunity. But then I asked myself, I said, that was really what I heard from them. They didn't check up on me, you know, to ask me any questions, nothing, just a text or oh, we're waiting for this program, nothing else. So I went to the, as, during the day of the program, I went, I went to the, the, the organizers of the program and I said, why didn't you guys check up on me or something, you know, to ask me if I'm still coming or something like that? And to them, it was a matter of trust. They knew I was going to be there. It was not a question. But to me, I still wanted them to, you know, check up on me, you know, like, oh, we're expecting you by this time, this time, this is when you're ministering. But to them, I was like a family member already. So when I went and I asked the question, and, they, and, then, and, then, and then they mentioned to me, they said, oh, no, I didn't really contact anyone else. But then, since I'm like family and all that, they expected that I would know what is required. You understand? So they didn't need to, they didn't feel the need to follow up on me. And immediately I was convicted in my spirit. I was like, oh my God. So here I was thinking that, okay, they probably do not even care about me or something. Or, or, or maybe was I, was I like building up pride in my, in my, in my heart because I'm also one of the guest ministers. Do you understand? I'm one of the guest ministers. So, so I should be treated a certain kind of way. And during there, and during, during that time, I was convicted in my spirit that, 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 what, 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 that what I did was wrong. But I thank God I was still able to ask them. And then, and then they now explain that back to me. A lot of times, it's our ego, our pride, the other baggage that is not of Jesus that speaks. When you go forward to the world and then you try to present Jesus to the world, you need to realize that you are not preaching about yourself. You are not talking about yourself, but you are bringing Jesus to people that do not even know about him or people that know about him that need to know more about him. That should be the focus on your ministry, of your ministry. Of course, your ministry has a face that people see and that's you. They can't see Jesus. But you have to frame your ministry in a way that when people see you, they do not see your content. They see Jesus through your content. They don't need to see how you are. They don't need to see that. The reason I'm saying this is because, you see, you see things that are very dangerous to watch out for in life. Money, fame, and power. Money, fame, and power. I know these three things corrupt people more than anything else in this world. When you have money, you have access to everywhere. When you have fame, you have access to everywhere. And when you have power, when you're charismatic, you have access to everywhere. So in these times, you need to know what God is speaking about. You need to know what the Bible is saying. You need to know you need to know what to preach about. Do not release content carelessly. I beg you, be led by the Spirit. Allow God lead you. 
allow God give you what to talk about. Allow your songs to be breathed upon in the secret place. You have an engagement to speak in the place. Please, please hear from God. Or better, better still, speak with God about it. So that way, we don't have people that represent us as Christians go out there and then and then try to fit in with the world. Because that's what happens. When you get so self-engrossed and then you really want to cater to a lot of people, after a while, you're not that saying, I don't think gospel is for me. Or, you know, I've seen Christians that, 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 that go, on, go on to say, I'm inspirational, I'm not gospel. You know, gospel artists that try to run away from the from the from the from the banner of gospel and say they're inspirational and not even gospel. So I beg you, while we I'm also speaking to myself, while we are putting out content, we need to be careful that in all things we are seeking first the kingdom of God and not just that and his righteousness, which means you're, you being on right standing with God is one thing you should seek out for. And how can you be on right standing with God? By knowing the mind of God. You cannot do right by me if you don't know my mind. And, and, and let's say we're going somewhere now and you're my spokesman and you're saying nonsense. You can't be my spokesman. Imagine. <laughs> I don't know if you've probably seen this. Um... So I think... In America, right, there was this, um, I think the police were briefing the, the media once, and this lady, <laughs> she doesn't know how to, to talk in sign language, right? So she was, she was like that. She was like that. And, and then she started giving fake signs, fake symbols. Fake signs and fake symbols. So after a while... After a while, I think they, they kind of cut her out and it was so bad that it was so, so bad. It was so bad. They cut her out. But imagine the fake signs she was giving and then people that that were meant to be hearing what she was saying or, you know, like, this is what she was saying by virtue of her, of, of, of her hand signals. They could not understand. That is what it feels like to be a Christian influencer that does not hear from God. Your signs will all be, as in they will all be wrong. So while the police, they were speaking and they're passing very useful information out to the public. This sign, this fraud of a woman that was giving the fake signs, the fake um, um, hand, hand, hand signs, she was doing everything exactly entirely wrong. That is what it feels like to be a Christian influencer that does not hear from God. And the devil is very happy with people like that because he knows that today you're saying nonsense. That what you're saying is not even, people are not listening to you and you keep spurring on, you know, it's coming to your mind, oh, I don't think I've done content this week. You know there's nothing in your mind. And then you go and start looking for inspiration. You go on to other gospel artists or maybe other Christian influencers to look for what they are doing so you can actually do something like that. Now, the admonition today is for us to go back to the source and breathe fire and life into every content. The Bible says, let that kill, but the spirit gives life. 
Without the Spirit of God, you cannot give life to any content. There is nothing you can do. There is nothing you can do. So be led by the Spirit and seek you first the kingdom of God. Anyways, I'll stop here, but I want you to have an amazing evening, morning, or afternoon, wherever you find yourself or whenever you listen to this. I'm Kyo, and you're listening to Lucy Talk Podcast. God bless you.